This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? It is the Monty Show, Friday January 14th, 2022. Did you get your test result back yet? See, why do you start the show like this? <laughs> why do you do that? Like, I was all ready to be in a good mood on a Friday. And you got to roll up. Well, hey, hey, Fanny, did you get your test results back? Bet you had a donut. No. Uh. No, in fact, I did not get my COVID test back yet. Hey, uh, find the affiliate link in the description. At-home tests available. Hey, seriously, th- is this not why we need to have COVID tests at home? It, yeah. is, it is so crazy that here I am fully, what is this, going on 48 hours, and I still have not gotten a test result. Nope. And it is, it's maddening to sit here and wait and have to wait and wait and wait. Uh, do I have the HIV or do I not have the HIV? Oh, the sorry. vid. The vid. I'm just like sitting here waiting, and it is. It is. What in- are the chances that it comes in during the show? I hope it does. I want it to come in right now. Yeah, I've that heard came, that about you. That came out wrong. The coronavirus. Uh, yeah, I'm just sitting here waiting, and I'm telling you, if there has ever been a reason to get an at-home COVID test, this is it. Yeah. Um, and again, if you're listening on podcast or on YouTube, the link is below. Um, you know, I would really encourage you to buy at home test kits. I would encourage you to the, the, I put a link to the, a lot of people were asking me about the emergency I talked about on Monday. I take emergency twice a day. It's a, it's, you fill up eight ounces of water in a glass, pour the powder in there and it's a vitamin C infusion. It's a antibody, not nothing. Yeah, it's just vitamin C. Um, and so I drink that twice a day. I put a link to that below. So, uh, you know, I would tell you uh, that I'd be very much very, very aggressive with the at home testing. Thing. Mm-hmm. It's an antibody cocktail. It's OK. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, um, I just really. It sucks to have to wait this long. It's I mean, brutal. It's, it's wild to me that we are having to wait days now. It's brutal. Because that's what it is. I mean, once you're, what, once you're past 36 hours, now we're waiting days. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's, you're just, you're sitting here. Sitting here stewing. waiting. And by the way, last night I had a great night of sleep. I'm not coughing nearly as much as I was. Yeah. But you were telling me that you just cracked out on Dayquil all day when you had. This yeah. Thing. I mean, I just, you know, I, I got, I got it way worse than you did though. I mean, I had congestion and sneezing and, you know, real bad coughing fits. Like, yeah, I haven't you know, had any of that. And and I was like, yeah, I'm, I ain't playing with this. You know, I'm ta- I'm going to take my Dayquil. Um, you know, I ran through one bottle a day quill. I had to get a second one, which is still in my pantry. Um, yeah. So I was taking it like wow. three times a day and I was just hammering it, dude. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that you got to be aggressive with it, but which, I'll keep you way, up to date. We're sitting here waiting. If it comes in, obviously I'm going to say day quill and night quill taste like ass in case anybody was wondering. I actually don't mind the, the night quill, the night quill severe. 
Yeah. Dude, you take that stuff right before bed, <laughs> and I just pass out. I yeah. had a great night of sleep last night. Yeah. I had probably the best night of sleep I've had in a month. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, good. It, obviously, part of it is the other night I didn't sleep well at all. Yeah, well, the other night you went into the other room and slept on the tiny bed. Yeah, because I was I was coughing, and yeah. I, I, I didn't want to wake my wife up or ruin her night of sleep. Right. You know, so yeah, that's just how there I roll. There you go. Uh, let's get the show started. We will talk NBA. I see a lot of people asking about the Jazz. Wow, look at that. Swiderski's back. Swiderski. Hey, hey Swiderski, where you been, bro? Good to see you. Giggity, what's up? James Knight, what's up? We will be talking NBA coming up in just a bit. But we wanted to start with Wild Card Weekend right here on the show because obviously uh, in the NFL, this is one of the most important weekends of the year because it seems like every year one Wild Card Weekend team goes on uh, to compete in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Um, is there a team that's playing this weekend that you think is a Super Bowl contender? Like, if 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 you had to pick one. Yeah, I mean, the three of them, I guess I guess the four of them, really. I mean, the ones that I look at are the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Those four teams can get it going and can beat anybody at any time. You know, now, will they? I don't know. I mean, is Matthew Stafford going to throw a bunch of interceptions and be that guy? Or is he going to be the guy they signed him to be, which was – you know, clutch, never leave a game because you're hurt guy who makes a bunch of plays. You know, which guy are we going to get? I could say the same thing about Kyler Murray. You know, is Kyler Murray going to make a bunch of plays? Is he going to run around and be elusive? Or, or what, you know, what kind of performance do we get? I think the only quarterback that's ultra reliable in, you know, this weekend is Tom Brady. You know what you're going to get. You know, you know that they're going to come out and execute. So he would be the only guy where I'm like, yeah, he's proven. No questions about it. You know, I look at Joe Burrow. I look at, you know, Derek Carr, you know, those those guys still have some proving to do. Joe Burrow has a great track record in must-win games, you know, if you will. Games where it's like, hey, you win or you go home. Yeah, he's got a great track record, you know. But this is the NFL playoffs, so it's a little bit different of a beast. But all that to say, yeah, I think the four teams playing this weekend that are potential Super Bowl candidates are Cardinals, Rams, um, Bucks, and Chiefs. Those four teams to me are the biggest threats playing this weekend. Yeah, and I, I think the Dallas Cowboys are in the are in the most peril. There's a lot of people who believe that the Dallas Cowboys lose this weekend, that Mike McCarthy's going to lose his job. Um, and I, I, I mean, the San Francisco 49ers are playing pretty good football. Yeah, uh, that defense is tuned up again. I mean, you're relying on Jimmy Garoppolo uh, to win you a playoff game, which always makes me nervous. But um, before we get into each individual game, who's your best upset upset candidate this weekend? I mean, I think the biggest upset it would be the 49ers. I mean, you're going to Dallas, you know, you're you you like you were just saying their defense is playing really well and it really kind of feels like a thing where if Jimmy G just takes care of the football, they're going to win the game, you know. And I think the Dallas Cowboys unfortunately for them have this track record of not winning big games, of not winning postseason games. Cuz this really, I mean, if we're being honest about the Cowboys, this is a game that they should win. You're at home, you're feeling good everything's good you know you've got you know Micah Parsons you've got a bunch of guys on that team that can make a bunch of plays for you and realistically you should win the game but I tend to agree if you lose this game you know then that's a pretty bad look on the organization once again I mean go no further than that Saints game they had what was that two seasons ago where they were saying that was their Super Bowl because they weren't going to go to the playoffs like this is a team that that just kind of runs around in mediocrity you know everyone's like oh well, they're they're a Super Bowl contender they started 6-0 and and then they finished you know with 10 or 12 wins so 
yeah, biggest upset I think would be the 49ers. Everyone wants to say the Steelers against the Chiefs because, you know, Big Ben goes out in, in the media and says that they don't have a chance to win this game and it feels like the classic trap game, but but I don't think that's happening. That That's at home for the Chiefs. This is Patrick Mahomes. Like, this is – I just would be shocked, honestly. I'd be really but shocked. But what does this is Patrick Mahomes even mean? I mean like, he's it's the not, playoffs. But like, he's not been that guy, though. He wasn't that guy last year in the playoffs. But, like, with, with, with Patrick Mahomes, can't we at least say, okay, he's done it before. We know he's capable. It's just a matter of execution. Like, with Jimmy G, I can't say he's done it before. Have they gone places with him playing the physical position? Yeah. But it had nothing to do with him, you know? And so that's why I say, I don't know, a 9-7 and seven team going to Arrowhead, I just think is – there's – I just would be – that would be an embarrassing loss. Yeah, I think, oh, <clears throat> absolutely it would be. I still haven't gotten my COVID result. <laughs> anyway, the point is, <clears throat> this is the frustrating thing. Like, yeah. you can't see it. You can't see it. It just shows up, dude. It just happens. It just um, shows up. I actually don't believe the Chiefs are one of the elite teams in the NFL. I mean, I think they have the potential to be. Mm -hmm. But I also wonder how the cold is going to impact this weekend. I mean... <laughs> Obviously, it's going to impact God me. God damn it with this cough. I'm telling you, it's the worst thing in the world. The um, Bills and Patriots is where I want to start because yeah. that's going to be – it's going to feel like minus 12 in Buffalo. Mm, 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 mm. And I just don't see any way the Patriots can go there and win. And everybody wants to talk about how the Patriots ran past the Bills earlier this year and only threw three times in that game. And I just don't know that you're going to be able to do that again. Mac Jones is going to have to win the game for the Patriots, yeah. and I just think in that weather, I don't know that he's ready to do that. Yeah, I think you know, I, I think the biggest thing for the Patriots is you have to come in with a with a game plan, understanding that you're not going to be able to do what you did last time. The Bills are going to come into this game, and they're gonna they're going to be committed to stopping the run because they know if they can stop the run, that's going to make Mac Jones's life difficult. But if you're the Patriots. You understand that. You understand, okay, we're not going to be able to throw it three times and beat this team again. We're going to have to come again. out with something a little more dynamic. We're going to have to come out with a game plan that that really tries to take advantage of the weaknesses of this Bills defense. And I, and I think the one thing that's scary about the Patriots is Mac Jones has shown the ability from time to time to be able to make the big throw, to be able to make the big play. And I don't feel like Mac Jones is a guy – that's going to be, you know, enthralled by the moment. The moment's not going to be too big for him, you know, and that to me is what makes the Patriots a dangerous team. But the reason I, I don't think the Patriots are like, you know, the biggest upset of the weekend or anything like that is because I think these two teams are actually very even. I think they're very close. You know, Josh Allen's probably the better quarterback, but team to team, I think they're both really good. So, well, and I'm also surprised that the Bills are only a four-point home favorite. Like, mm -hmm. I, I thought that number would be would be five or six. Um, but that tells you the respect that Bill Belichick gets around the NFL. But again, when you have a rookie um, who really has never been on this stage before in Mac Jones, and I don't care that he played it. Ow, Roll Tide. It doesn't matter. This is the National Effing Football League. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now that this is a big stage and a bright spotlight. Mac Jones, in my mind, will be the difference maker in this game one way or the other, and I think you absolutely have to lean Bills with how cold it is, with how punishing Josh Allen is as a runner, um, with how composed he has been this season throwing the football, that defense playing at a high level. I, I think you have to take um, I think you have to take the Bills here in a, in a low-scoring game. This feels like a, 
a 27-20 Bills win to me. Yeah, I think I think it's actually closer than that. I think I do agree the Bills, you know, you have to take the Bills in this game because of the weather and everything you just said. But I think it's closer than that. I think there will be turnovers in this game because of how cold it's going to be. And I think they, they win this game on, on like a, 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 a late-game field goal, you know, type situation. So I, the Bills are going to win the game, in my opinion, but I just think it's going to be really, really close. Well, I, and I think that's what you expect. That's what uh, – I'm wild card weekend – I think if the Bills can get a win here, this is really – they're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. Uh, so I'll take Buffalo as well. And one of my favorite games this weekend is the Las Vegas Raiders mm-hmm. in Cincinnati to take on Joe Burrow, the cigar-smoking stud. Probably too much. Um, <laughs> I love Joe Burrow. I love the Cincinnati Bengals. But, boy, the Oakland, now Las Vegas, no longer L.A. Raiders uh, are always dangerous. And mm-hmm. I think – you know, it's funny with all of the things that they went through this year with the Henry Ruggs and the, you know, the John Gruden and, and all of that. It seems like this team came together and it seems like Derek Carr is now the unquestioned leader of this team. Mm-hmm. And with the way that Darren Waller bounced back last week, that's clearly Carr's favorite target. This offense is going to be dangerous. And it'll the, the thing that I am curious about is a team that plays inside like the Raiders do. Can you go to Cincinnati against one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL and Joe Burrow? Now, that all depends on how this knee plays out for Burrow as well. Mm -hmm. But if Joe Burrow plays and he is any semblance of himself, which I expect he will be, Jake, I don't see any way you can take the Raiders to go to Cincinnati and win this game. Yeah, I just think, you know, you look at the Raiders season and they've gotten, they've won a lot of tight games. You know, you, you go back and I'd have to go back and look at all the examples, but, you know, I believe it was, what was that, against the Vikings that one week early in the year where, you know, you, you throw it off the guy's helmet and that forces OT and then you win an OT. And, like, you know, you just had a lot of those kind of crazy game situations for the Raiders. And I, and I think that, you know, not to say that they got lucky, but I just feel like the road comes to an end this weekend. I feel like the, hey, we got a bounce here, a bounce there, and that put us in a position to make a play. That kind of thing comes to an end when you start getting into the postseason and you start playing teams like the Bengals who have a a, a great quarterback in Joe Burrow uh, and have found a way to to get to where they are. And I just think that, that you're going on the road. It's going to be a tough environment. This Bengals fan base has been suffering for how long? This is one of the, you know, it's just a big-time game for that city and that town. Yeah, and, and I, I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback right now. I mean, obviously Derek Carr – they won games down the stretch to get themselves in the playoffs, but how many near misses can can one yeah. team and one quarterback have? I don't see any way the Raiders go to Cincinnati and win this game. Um, so I, I, as difficult as that Buffalo New England game is to call, in my mind this one's not very difficult. I am actually going to take the uh, Cincinnati Bengals to more than cover the the current number is five and a half, uh, depending on where you get it. It opened at six and a half. Mm. So, well, yeah. more money's coming yeah. on the Raiders, clearly. Yeah. I love the, the Bengals by a touchdown here. Philly in Tampa to take on Tom Terrific. Tanner, calm down. Okay. Easy. 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 Okay, easy. Uh, love, 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 love the way that Jalen Hurts has put Philadelphia on his back. Mm-hmm. He's carried the team. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. He, the, the same way that, that you talked about Derek Carr being the unquestioned leader of the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders at this point, I guess. Um, you know, I think he's the unquestioned leader of, of Philly. And I think that when you make plays and you step into that role and, 
and and you just become that guy. I think it's a great thing for for that organization. You know, Philly's one of those teams where it's like, you know, that fan base in particular. You like you can look around the league, right? And there's some fan bases where you're like, yeah, they just like the Jets. They just like their team. But in Philly, it feels a little different. When when Jalen Hurts steps into the role, they get behind him as a dude, you know? And and I just feel like not that they're going to win this game because I don't think they're going to win the game. I, I think the Bucks are going to win the game. But I think this could be a game where, where Jalen Hurts really kind of steps into the national spotlight and says, hey, I did come up a little bit short against Tom Terrific, but I made a ton of plays. We made it really difficult on them. Like, you think they're going to win this game? I think the Philadelphia Eagles will have the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to take the lead. And I know everybody's talking about Tampa's got the vaunted run defense. They've been 16th against the run uh, since week nine. So the Tampa's run defense has been going in the wrong direction. Meanwhile, Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts have been putting together longer and longer and longer ball control drives. That's what's required to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I'm not saying that Philly's going to go in there and upset the Bucks, but I do think it's going to take Tom Brady making plays late in this game to win this game. And I think Philadelphia will be in position uh, to, to pull an upset here. The Bucs are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. You're yeah. crazy mm-hmm. if you bet the Bucs to cover that yeah. because I just don't see any way that they do. I love the way Jalen Hurts has been playing football. I love the fact that they've been able to convert on third down with him throwing the football in critical situations. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing really good football. I think the Bucs are going to win this game, but I think it's much more of a late-game play by Tom Brady or a field goal that wins them the game. I don't think there's any chance. I'd be shocked if they cover the eight and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't put, I don't give the Eagles that much respect. I, I, I agree they're playing well, but I think that that run defense thing you talked about with with the Bucks being 16th in the league since Week Nine is definitely yeah. it's a legitimate point. But I also think, and this is unique to the Bucks because they have Tom Brady. I think when you are on a team with Tom Brady. There's an understanding that, hey, like, we're expected to go to the Super Bowl. But we need to get they, our stuff they together They don't here. have Antonio Brown anymore. I know. I know. I mean, who does it Who does it better? Who gets it popping in the wide receiver room? I mean, come on. Well, not Antonio come on. Brown. I, I just think there's been <laughs> so much noise. Yeah. And so many distractions. Why is it that every time I cough, I pick up the check <laughs> on my COVID test? Um, I think there's been too many distractions. <laughs> For the Tampa Bay Bucks, Yeah. I think their eyes off the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they win this game, but it's going to be very close. Dallas, San Francisco, this game is huge. I think that's HIPAA. I would agree. Why are the Dallas Cowboys only a three-point favorite at home? Because the Dallas Cowboys are going to lose this game. Guarantee it. Book it. They will lose this game. They will lose it by a touchdown. They will turn the football over. Somebody will. Don't know if it's Dak. Don't know if it's a running back. Don't know if it's off the wide receiver's face and into the 49ers' defense. They will turn the football over in this game. And the 49ers are a good enough team to make them pay for that. And I think that, you know, somehow, some way, I don't, I, I, if we want to blame Mike McCarthy, you want to blame Dak, you want to, you know, blame good old Jerry, like whoever you want to blame, go ahead. But this team will find a way to lose this game. And that's why I think they're getting you know, disrespected with, with that number. I mean, that's just what the Cowboys do. My biggest concern in this game is San Francisco's inability to cover the explosiveness outside. 
for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think Amari Cooper is going to have to play at an exceptionally high level in the slot. And I think CeeDee Lamb's going to have to have a big, big day. And the other question is, how well can Jimmy Garoppolo throw the football? And can you trust him? I mean, obviously, the thumb injury he has affected him last week. We saw that. There's no yeah, question about no it. no doubt about it. This Cowboy defense has been a playmaking, difference-making defense all season long. And you would have to think, you would have to think that Dan Quinn is going to have disguises in exotic blitz packages ready to go mm -hmm. to force Jimmy Garoppolo to make mistakes. And he will every single time. Yes. In my will. mind, it's not going to be Dak Prescott or Zeke that wins this game. It's going to be Diggs in that Dallas defense because I just can't count on Jimmy Garoppolo. That's really what this comes down to. And he will every single time. Right? I mean, to me, that's the biggest question. It's a great point. And the, uh, listen, I know that the 49ers have been playing very good football. I know the second half of the season, they did some very nice things. Yeah. I just don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. And if I'm a betting man, I, I, I mean, the number's 51 in this game. Ooh. which is, you know, do some math, 26 and a half a piece. I mean, I feel high for a playoff or game. 25 and a half a piece. 51's a, a bigger number. Yeah, I think that's a defensive touchdown. And I can only think that that comes from the Dallas Cowboys. And I love the way Warner and that defense in San Francisco are playing. Um, I, I, I have no doubt that the 49ers are capable of going to Dallas and winning. I just don't believe you can do that with Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting quarterback. <laughs> and if you're a 49er fan, the sooner this team gets knocked out, the sooner you make a serious, you know, direction-changing move at quarterback because you got to go with Trey Lance going forward. From this season on, it's it's got to be Trey Lance. But right now, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's the reason I can't pick the 49ers. Yeah, I think it's a, a great point. You know, Jimmy G is, is that guy. You know, he's on a good team, but you can't trust him. He's not a good enough quarterback to – to or he hasn't been to take you where you want to go and I, and and it's very frustrating I, I that said I don't trust the Cowboys the same way you don't trust Jimmy G I don't trust that the Cowboys are going to play disciplined football I don't trust that they're going to make their kicks I don't trust that they won't put the football on the on on the turf you know and that's what is so troubling to me about this game and and that's why I I say okay this this Cowboys offense is going up against this stout 49er defense. And that's why I like the 49ers in this game. I think they I think they get it done. And then there is the Kansas City Chiefs hosting Ben Raplesberger and yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's going to be emotion, there's going to be energy, there's going to be romanticism oh my god Ben's crying on the bench at the end of the game when they're down 25 he will be he will have plenty of time after he loses this weekend to find a college town in a bathroom with a drunk chick in a bar <laughs> what that's one of Ben Roethlisberger's favorite pastimes but when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs the secondary has been their biggest issue and they've given up big plays against the sideline, which is where the Pittsburgh Steelers and Fat Ben like to throw the football. Mm -hmm. That keeps them in this game. The reason the Chiefs win it is because the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense can't stop the run. Yeah. And if you look at what Latavius Murray and Tyler Huntley and the Ravens did against them, they ran for 250. 
49 yards on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to go ahead and say that Andy Reid's offense is probably going to run the ball. And I think the more you run, the less you have to ask Patrick Mahomes to do. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, I think that's probably a better thing. Um, you know, you look at that game three weeks ago, and they absolutely dismantled Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think this is going to be a much closer game. The weather will not impact the Pittsburgh Steelers as an opponent coming in. Arrowhead's going to be lit. I know that the Chiefs are 12 and a half in this game. I would not bet the Chiefs. This feels like a 7 to 10 point win. Yeah, uh, this is one we disagree on. I think this is going to be an ass kicking. I think this is going to be clinical. I think this is going to be, you know, able to run for six to seven yards of carry play action off of that deep shots to Tyreek. Like, I think you're, you're, you're going to dominate this team. And I, and I think that, you know, you, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're looking to, to write the ship and you're looking to send a message to the league that, you know, yeah, we may not have had a great season, but, but you know, we're here. So to me, I, I could easily see this being like, a 14 to 17 point victory, like a 35 to 14. Well, I mean, win. they, 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 what was it? 36 to 10 in week 16. Yeah. I mean, I could see that, you know, but I don't disagree that Patrick Mahomes has shown a propensity to turn the football over this year. So if he does that, we're having a different conversation, but I just have a hard time believing that, you know, the first round of the playoffs after a tough season you're going to come into your home stadium and turn the football over. I just, I just can't get down with that. Well, and I think they have an ability to run. So, yeah, I, I think you're going to see them use that. And finally, the game that I cannot wait for, and I hate that it's on Monday night football, NFL playoff game should be played on Sunday. It is the Arizona Cardinals at the L.A. Rams, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, Inglewood, mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams are three and a half in this game. And, I mean, I, I look at some of the numbers here. I am not a believer in this Rams offense, but they have the ability to get the job done. Mm-hmm. I am not a believer that this is all on Kyler Murray and the Cardinal offense. To I'm not a believer that this is the Rams off or the Cardinals defense uh, versus the Rams offense. I think that's what it is. I don't believe that it's Kyler Murray versus the Rams defense is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. I think the story of this game will much more be Matt Stafford and the Rams offense being able to convert and handle the pass rush that the Arizona Cardinals are going to bring to the table. Yeah. That's my biggest question. I am not a believer in Sean McVay. I know that everybody loves Sean and look at he's a sex machine and Sean McVay hasn't done nearly as much as the hype would tell you he's done. Mm-hmm. This is a big game for his his resume. This is a big, big day for Sean McVay. And I've got to believe that on both sides of the football, the Rams are the better team. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, when they play their best game, their best is better than the Cardinals' best. That's absolutely true. But I think what's what what's frustrating about the Rams in – and I know we said this about Odell in Cleveland, and I know that, you know, people are trying to change the narrative on this, but he's been open. He's been open many times. He's beat his guy by a step, and he's getting overthrown, or he's not getting thrown to at all. Like, like you're going to have to hit the big Odell play to win this game. 
That just I just think that has to happen in this game for this offense for them to see success against this Cardinals defense. But but Man. I think the reason that the Rams are not like unquestionably winning this game, you know, when we're talking about this, the reason there's some doubt is because of that offense. You know what you're getting out of the defense. You know that Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are going to show up. You know that. But the question is, is Matt Stafford going to show up? Is his toe okay? Is he going to be able to deliver the football on time and on target? Or are we going to have, hey, we're down by 10 and I threw an interception of the 49ers on the sideline guy? That like That's the question. And I just think... That, you know, when if we wind the clocks back to the Jared Goff time when they made that trade to Detroit to get Matt Stafford, one of the first things everyone was saying, oh, is, you know, Stafford finally is getting his shot and he's reliable and he's going to be there and he's going to make the play. Well, has he made the play? Because you should have won last week. That's the truth. You should have beat that team. But you didn't. Yeah. So that's why I say I like the fact that Vegas is only saying they're a three-point home favorite because you're essentially saying that this team is even then. And I like that. I yeah. think this is an even game, mainly because you don't know what you're going to get out of that Rams offense. However, however, just to be clear, I do think they're going to win the game. I just think it's going to be a dogfight to the end. I think this is this could be a shootout, exciting kind of game. Now, here's where I see the, the difference being made, is you have a lot of injuries on the back end of that Rams defense. I mean, obviously, with, with Jordan Fuller being out for the year, uh, Taylor Rapp, I think, is still in concussion protocol. That's going to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. And the bigger deal will be, is Cliff Kingsbury going to stay with his offense, which essentially the last six weeks of the season has not been very good. And they've been a team that's turned into throw it five yards and then let Kyler Murray make some crazy play, mm -hmm. and we're going to win the game with a field goal, or we're going to try and do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And don't forget, you're not going to have DeAndre Hopkins in this game. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to have that explosive down-the-field play that really helped them dominate early in the season. That's why I've got to pick the Rams here. And again, I understand the LA Rams secondary is beat up. But when I look at the way Von Miller's playing right now, I look at the way that <coughs> Greg Keynes is playing right now, you stick Aaron Donald in the middle of that, you talk about Leonard Floyd, Sean Robinson. I love the way this Rams defense is balling right now. And I just think when you throw the ball five yards and hope for one after the catch, I mean, you're hoping yeah. beyond hope against a really fast athletic Rams defense, even with the issues in the secondary. What do you make with the secondary of them bringing Eric Weddle back? What do you think? I think it was think, a really smart move for cohesiveness and communication. You think he'll be? You think he'll be able to? Because remember, this guy hasn't played in what two seasons, right? He's been retired for about two seasons now, and there's some speculation about how long he'll play, or yeah. like, how, you know, is he here for the rest of the playoffs, or are they just bringing him back as a band aid for this week? I mean, the question is, can Eric Weddle solidify the back end of the defense, just like you were just talking about? I mean, can he be the guy that comes in? And is like, all right, I'm here. You know, I may not make that big interception. You may not hear about me, but but I'm gonna make sure that we're all communicating. We're all on the same page. We're all where we need to be. And if he just simply does that, I think it was worth bringing him back. You know, I think you don't bring you don't bring in a guy like Weddle to get a performance on the field. You bring in a guy like Eric Weddle as another coach. I mean that that's what he is because. You have to rapidly teach communication in that Rams secondary. When guys you've counted on to communicate and call plays and 
read offenses are not there now. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have guys like Jalen Ramsey back there, it allows you to handicap a little bit. You can take some more risks. Yeah. You can be aggressive in places you wouldn't normally be aggressive without a guy of that caliber. Now, for me, I think Eric Weddle is a really smart hire. I think he is. He's a guy that automatically walks into that DB room and has respect. He's a guy that is really, really, really whip smart when it comes to football. Mm -hmm. He's a dude that understands what offenses are trying to do. Because when you break down football to the simplest form, offensively, it's a quarterback trying to manipulate defenders. That's all it is. Whether I'm looking left because I know I'm going to throw right, um, you know, whether it is pre-snap reads and I'm going to put a guy in motion or audible, all football is is the quarterback manipulating a defense. Yeah. So the best defenses that we've seen in the history of football outthink and outsmart the quarterback. That's Eric Weddle's game. That's what it is. And a guy like Jalen Ramsey, and the reason the Rams have been so able to lean on him is because he doesn't need to be the smartest guy on the field. He just is so much better yeah. than the quarterback and the wide receiver combination that he's going against that he covers a lot of that junk. And I think that's what the Rams are going to have to get. Don't get me wrong. I'm telling you now that going in, in into this game, the Arizona Cardinals are more than capable of winning it. But the, the other thing that you don't talk about on this defense is the Cardinals haven't been stellar against the run for a month. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the way they've lost games, it's been third down conversion. They've given up a couple of massive, massive gains on second down that has absolutely crippled their ability to get Kyler back on the field. What do you think of, of J.J. Watt coming back? Everyone obviously says, oh, my God, it's J.J. Watt. Like, you know, this guy is going to dominate. But I more say, hey, this dude's been off for – Hell, I don't even know how long at this point. I mean, it's been weeks upon weeks that he's been out, and he's back now for the postseason, which I give him a lot of credit for. But, I mean, reasonably, like, what can you expect out of a guy who hasn't played most of the year? I mean, he's going to be rested, but you can't tell me that this guy is in grade A game shape by his standards, you know? And, and, and that's why I say I don't know really, like, can J.J. Watt make the, J, the classic J.J. Watt play, the – interception at the line of scrimmage or breaking through and getting that timely sack. Can he be that guy? I I think for one day, he can. I think J.J. Watt being counted on for a season to lead your defense would be a mistake. But when you have the talent and the ability and the raw, pure strength that J.J. Watt brings to the field, you can ask J.J. Watt to show up and play one game. And I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, this is, this is going to be uh, the story of which defense plays their best football. Yeah. That's who's probably going to win this game. And I think when you, when you look at a lot of these predictions, I, I think you see that Matthew Stafford, I am more confident in his ability to do what we talked about, manipulated defense, and I am in Kyler Murray. Sure. Kyler Murray run, you know, relies on the freak show in the run game. The chaos. The, that's exactly right. The and chaos. This, this yeah. Rams defense is too athletic to rely on that. Mm -hmm. And I think especially when things are more encapsulated, you know, I, I, I just don't – I don't know. I, I, I look for Kyler Murray to have 200 yards throwing and probably 50 yards running. But I think he's going to have to have a 350, 400 yard game to beat the Rams. Yeah. Because Which I think. Which is a lot to ask. I think this Cardinal defense, excuse me, 
I think this Cardinal defense is very vulnerable. The last thing I'll say about this game, is the, the only other thing I don't like about this Cardinal team in this game is how they're coming into the postseason. You know, you hear – not, and this doesn't just apply to the NFL. I mean, this is NBA, Major League Baseball, you know, whatever you want to look at. Like, teams always talk about, hey, even if you struggled early in the year, even if you were a, 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 a 400 team through the first half of the NFL season – if you can be a six seven hundred team going into the postseason and yes. playing your best ball, you got a shot. And that's what I don't like about this Cardinals team. This team started ten and two and finished eleven and six. That is an indictment on this football team. And so it's gonna go one of two ways. They're either gonna come out and they're gonna ball out and they're gonna surprise everybody, but I think that's a long shot. I think that what's more reliable and realistic is you're going to LA. The Rams are in that new stadium. They're feeling great about themselves. They got their boys. Eric Weddle's back. The defense is feeling great. And 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 this may be a tight game in the first half, but I just feel like at the end of the day, the Rams will edge this team out. And I kind of feel like this is a sub-30s game. I kind of feel like this is like a 27-17 to 17 kind of game for the Rams. We'll see. I like it's the my favorite game. game on the slate, by the way. Yeah, out I, of all these games, this is by far my favorite game. I think I'm the Rams put up twenty eight, and I, I think they win twenty eight twenty one. Yeah, something like that. All right, Brylark says, "Morning, boys. Who's on upset alert this weekend? The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that'd be where I yeah. go." Uh, Eric Devere says, "Morning, fellas. Just saw a photo of Brendan Fraser earlier today, and honestly, at first glance, I thought it was Monty. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I block people for less." Uh, Cody Strickland says, morning, boys. I don't look like Brendan Free. He's not. No, man. Uh, Edgar Garcia says, let's go Raiders. Raiders over the Bengals in a shootout um, where Derek Carr throws five touchdowns to check down uh, to his check down last resort. Well, <laughs> how many miracles did the Raiders have That's this what I'm year? saying, dude. Like, I, I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to say they're a gimmick, but they did get a lot of breaks. And, and that's why I say you can't tell me. That, that you're going to go to Cincinnati, you, you, you're going to catch a break against this team, and you're going to find a way to win this game in overtime once again. I just can't – I just don't see that happening. You know, like, like I think with this game, the only way that I think the Raiders get the upper hand is if Burrow leaves the game. Yeah. If, if they get to Burrow, they punish him physically, and they knock him out of the game. That If I'm the Raiders, I'm trying to do that. Like, I would be. Oh, you, you got to punish Joe Burrow. Absolutely. You already know he's hurt. Yeah, um, Greg Hawkins, what's up? He says, howdy, y'all. Uh, Eric DeVere says, what if the Cowboys pull a jazz at home? Well, Mike I think Ma they will. Mike think McCarthy will. will get fired. Yeah, if I they lose, they make no mistake about it. I think if 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 the Dallas Cowboys lose, Mike McCarthy is going to get fired. Jerry ain't going to put up with that. No. So I think that's one of the most compelling storylines. Brylark says, Pat's Bills is the most low-stakes game for me. It's going to be super entertaining because I'm going to be stoked for whoever wins. I feel like if you're a football purist, Pats-Bills is the is the game for you. Like, I feel like it's going to be really cold. It's going to be a lower-scoring game, and you're going to get a lot of tactical football play. That's that's the, hey, we're pounding the rock, you know, and, and we have to run the football or else we're not going to win this game. And whoever does that better will win the game. Jeremy Bolton says, howdy, Jakes and Montes. Howdy. That's a reference from yesterday. Appreciate that. Jeremy's. Uh, Justin Sal says, Jimmy G reminds me of Joe Flacco. Yeah, but come on. Don't hate on Joe, dude. Joe's, Joe's got, got a, a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, dude. Yeah. Joe's got the iconic, hey, the lights turned off and turned back on, and we went and won the Super Bowl in New Orleans. Like, come on. 
Man, the 49ers. Anyway, uh, working on the road in Torrance, California. Monty, why didn't you get a free rapid test? I should have. I went to a drive-up testing location. They offered rapid tests. It took 30 minutes to get my result. Just saying. Should have. Is your is, result back yet? No. Is Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> on your Is Jimmy Garoppolo on your slurp list? He is not. No, he's not he on the slurping not. list, I am dude. not a Jimmy G slurper. No. Uh, Brylark says Cowboys Niners will be determined completely on how Jimmy G plays, 100%. Uh, Fat Hondo Jesus P. says Cardinals were 8-1 and one on the road and seven wins were by double digits. Cardinals 63, Rams 9. Well. Okay. He says, just kidding, don't think the Cardinals can pull it off. I, I mean, has Cliff Kingsbury been a good coach for them? Yes. Hell yes. Yes. He There has been a noticeable rise for that team, 100%. Like, the first year they were – what 500 second year you were like not a nine win team and now this year you're an 11 win team i mean you're he's there the tide is rising he's gotten them to a point this is a pretty big day for cliff kingsbury i mean i I mean if you think about what monday represents i mean if they win that game he takes another step up listen the more to lose question in the rams cardinals game is legit like who's got more to lose i think sean mcveigh gets fired if they don't win this game I yeah. think that, and I know that's crazy. I mean, they're in the playoffs, but the Rams but are only not their aspiration. I, yeah, the Rams have only been so good. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, you know, you you made a huge change at quarterback with Jared Goff going to Detroit, but that was the right change. That yeah. was a good change. But has Matthew Stafford been the guy you thought he would be? I don't think he has been. I think he can answer those questions Monday. I think if he comes out and he wins that game convincingly, yes, he has. Well, this is why you brought him here. This yeah. is the only reason that, that Matt Stafford is a is a, an L.A. Ram. Yeah, the Matt's Staffords, yeah. Yeah, Matthews. The only reason Matthews Stafford is, a, is an L.A. Ram. Yeah. Please don't name your kids in plural. <laughs> no, I still have not gotten my test results. <clears throat> um, uh, C. Sheever says chances for a Steelers upset. Slim. He's a bum. So, Get the hell out of here with that. Slim. Slim. Monty's slurp list, according to Jeremy Bolton. Caruso, Booker, Nix, Chubb, and Rudy Gobert. Uh, Fat Jesus says, Cliff's uh, November-December record has been terrible. Yes, it has. Horrible. But? Correct. They're still here. And it's January. So let's see what his January record looks like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think of... Cliff Kingsbury really... I mean, if he wins this game... I mean, that's a huge feather in that dude's cap. I mean, yes. this is the progression that you want to see out of them. I mean, after the Bulls era, which was one season and a bag <laughs> is of Is that dicks, even an era? It's not. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, look, think about where they were when Cliffy got hired. I mean. Not in a good place. Not in a good place at all. Drunky the Clown had his beers. The other guy had his beers. Dude. And they were not in a good place. At all. Kim Dietschy had his cocaine. The Deech. The Deech. The Deechinator. Is he in Detroit or no, in he's Dallas? in Seattle. Seattle. He's in Seattle. Seattle. The Deech was in Seattle. He's That's in right. Seattle. I, I I just think this is such a big moment in time for so many of these coaches. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay, Cliffy, Mike McCarthy, certainly. I mean, I look at Zach Taylor in, in Cincinnati, uh, Sean McDermott in Buffalo. I mean, I, Buffalo is expected to win this game. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I just I, I look at what you but have going on. The hoodie, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of coaches that that. Their their career trajectories are going to change after this weekend. Yeah, I like football, I like football season, all the things that go with it. Yeah, and I think if you if you look at, man, I, I just I don't know. I think that that 
the 49ers are very interesting as well. I mean, yeah. Kyle Shanahan's a guy that I don't know how many people truly believe in Kyle Shanahan. Mm, I, I mean, mean, I think he's done. I don't know, man. I mean, I think I could easily see saying, hey, you know, Kyle is, has done everything that he can do with this team with Jimmy G as a quarterback. I mean, you, you've, you've gone to Super Bowls. You've, you're, you're obviously in the playoffs. Like, you're, you're doing things, you know? I mean, are they doing what they want to be doing? No. He's under 500 as a coach. I mean, yeah. I, I think this is a really important moment in time for him. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you go to Dallas and upset the Cowboys – that's a, I mean, when the San Francisco 49ers are winning playoff games, there's no better job in the NFL. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, like this Trey Lance thing is a huge deal. Yeah. You know, like draft, I agree. It's time drafting Trey Lance was a huge risk and it has not paid off, you know, but he's got that defense popping. And I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, this is his first real hoorah. Yeah. You know, I mean, this, this first is first moment is, where he's at risk. This is his fourth year as coach, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, fourth year since 2017. Now, this is a big deal for Kyle. So there's a lot of coaches that have a lot on the line in the NFL this year. Yes. Uh, especially in the playoffs. Um, Green Bay taking it this year. Sorry, Monty. Hodo Gonzalez says. It, You're Aaron fucking Rodgers. The bye week is not good for them. No, it's not. The bye week is not good for him. He gets to spend more time with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, he's probably taking a lot more ivermectin. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Like, <laughs> I say go whoever, not Aaron Rodgers. I'm Shiva, you the know. god of death. You know. Kyle Shanahan's a huge believer in Kyle Shanahan. He is. You have to be. He probably pleasures himself in a mirror. I just, I, I think it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> too much? Probably too much. He pleasures himself in a mirror. Yeah. Don't you? Wow. wow. Well, if I were you, I wouldn't either. Anyway, well, all right. Hey. What? Facts. Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? I want to say the Rams, but I don't believe in them that much. Rams are not winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in them that much. You know. Rams are not winning the Super Bowl. I don't Ra know. There's not a team where I'm like, dude, like this team is definitely winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Thank we you. need to see what Tampa puts out. Giggity says, uh, Green Bay going to take it all right, and they're going to like it. <laughs> exactly right y'all feel me anyone know if aaron Rodgers is immunized yeah dude. yeah i've been immunized uh i believe he has been yeah i've been immunized i believe so road to the super bowl runs through green bay for sure i don't disagree with that yeah but we say that every year dude i mean at what well, point does aaron Rodgers actually grow a pair and win a game like, he's not on, been a big game come winner. on dude like tom went in there and absolutely torched him it's dude. tommy please like dude you lost to Scotty Miller, bro. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on. That throw to Scotty Miller was, like, dude, was ridiculous. At the end of the half with five seconds left, Scotty Miller torched you. Like, yeah. damn, Tom. Fat Jesus says it's only bad if it's a car side mirror. True. Yeah, well. Uh, Cam Harrison says good morning, guys. Shout out to Mo Bamba. Well, yeah. We're not, we're not in basketball yet, dude. So, wait. You're not willing to play drops on demand now? Yeah. Shout out to Mo Bamba. I've got listen. Mo Bamba. Listen, I wish I could show you guys. I've got like 15 pages of drops. So it's a lot of it's a lot of like, all right, where's the Mo Bamba drop? Where's the I've been yeah, immunized drop? Yeah, you know, like I gotta you What know. is your go to number one favorite drop? Um well right now it's the the yeah drop. Yeah! <laughs> that's my that's my favorite drop right now. Yeah. You know. But I think uh, I think yesterday, you know, the HIPAA think that's HIPAA? Yeah, you know, the HIPAA drop is fire. Uh, Justin South says, I feel like this year is the first year in a while where there isn't a, uh, a set two teams 
who are for sure making it to the Super Bowl. I agree with that. Every team has doubts. Every I team has proving that. to do. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Brylark says, Jake, put the glasses back on to play the drops, man. No, I can't. I can't, I can't do that. You know. dude. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, next question. Yeah, next question would be uh, the – the Utah Yaz and the NBA. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, speaking of COVID tests, no, I still, I still have not gotten my COVID test back. <coughs> Thank you, Jake. <coughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> uh, we need more. Giggity says we need uh, more Mike Rappaport drops. Bro. <laughs> that Mr. Mike fucking vaccination genius scientific expert, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Oh, I love man. it. Uh, Fat Jesus says, hey, millennial, stop complaining about how hard your job is and just do the drops. <coughs> <coughs> exactly. Ex exactly, Fat Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, man, what an idiot is still my number one drop. Yeah, see, like that one. Where's that one? Now I got to Now I got to go and find, you know, yeah, what an is. idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. You know? Ah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, Afghanistan. Afghanistan was a hot drop for a while. <laughs> for a you know, while. the yeah. Donnie drops never disappoint. Afghanistan. Yeah, Donnie never. <laughs> are we really rating the drops? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, Brylark says everybody the, gets a test. Brylark says the Rappaport drop is still top five for sure. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> Mr. Fucking vaccination genius, scientific expert, you fucking asshole. asshole. I love that. Oh, man. Uh, okay, real quick before we get to COVID testing and BS. Um, how big is this next stretch for the Utah Jazz? Because I actually think it's pretty significant. I mean, you have a lot of big teams on this on this coming trip. And I wonder, yeah. you know, obviously you've been without Rudy Gobert. And we've had this conversation about, you know, the Jazz being built around Rudy Gobert being a mistake. Yeah. And I think every I think everybody, um, you know, I I – I think everybody agrees with that. Or wait, hang on. Oh, Justin okay. Solace says, just got my largest bonus ever. Okay. Can I get a major bag alert? Oh, okay. You want a bag alert? I thought you were going to want a yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, he, he doesn't want a yeah. He wants a major bag. Justin Solace. Just, there it is. Yeah, there you go, dude. Yeah, today's payday, by the way. Hell yeah. Hell Let's yeah, go. it is. Let's yeah. go. Today Let's is, go. Yeah, today is, uh, today is absolutely commission day. Let's at, go. You know, so I just got a uh, – no, I'm not going to say what I got paid. <coughs> that's my last paycheck it was a hell of a paycheck <coughs> hell of a paycheck oh, by man, the way dude. taxes suck dude taxes suck. i dread it i dude oh my god we're like talking about you know going through all our money on monday and i'm just like dude can we not just enter our w2 and be done this year like i'm i'm good like no, know. when you have like three side hustles and I'm for real. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, you know, it is what it is. I, I just want to hire an accountant and be done with it, dude. Like that's what we're doing. Like, just take all my stuff and do, do what accountants do. You know and, what I mean? And God bless Mrs. Monty. She has done our taxes for we tax day is like a whole thing. You know, it's an she event. stresses over it's it. an event. We went through an audit and yeah, that was not great. Not great. Not great at all. If Rudy plays, we win by double digits. After this last four-game stretch showed me how important Rudy is to this team's success. Now for the playoffs is a different story, but hopefully we can get uh, – we can figure it out. Okay, just listen to this stretch yes, from today to February 9th. Listen to how many playoff teams you're going to see. 
Okay, at Denver, at Lakers. Home for Houston, home for Detroit. At Golden State, at Phoenix, home for Phoenix. At Memphis, at Minnesota, home for Denver, home for Brooklyn, home for the Knicks, home for Golden State. Bro, how many playoff teams in like a 20-day stretch? (laughs) It got filtered, but uh, Mark wants the George Clooney, you're so fucked drop. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I I can get down with that. Let's go then. Okay. You're so fucked. Oh, thank you. Uh, Mrs. Monty pointing at my Jordans. You're so fucked. I'm wearing today, but yeah, I this stretch for the Jazz is huge. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, dude. It and I, I guess the conversation is: Are the Jazz built around Rudy Gobert? Yeah, I mean, clearly their winning and losing is decided by Rudy Gobert's defense at this point. Is that a mistake? Yeah, I mean, it's not a championship formula. Mistake or not, it's not what you want. You know. It's not a recipe to go and win a championship, and that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't buy used jazz jerseys. Says any fun plans this weekend? We're doing our taxes this weekend. Yeah. No. Um, you know what? I think it is a mistake. Um, you can't build around a center that can't score the ball. Agreed. You know, like if you are Joel Embiid, you're the unicorn in the NBA. What other? Him and Jokic. What other? Well, Jokic is really not a true center. Like, if you look at Nikola Jokic, he's a guy that isn't in the paint very often. You think Is Carl Anthony Towns a center? Yes. Yep. And I don't think that team's built around him. I think that team is built around young guns that run up and down the floor. Yeah. True. So, um, I, I think when you look at the Utah Jazz, I think the single biggest issue is that Rudy Gobert is pivotal to you because you don't have perimeter defenders that can stand on their own two feet. You look at Bogey, you look at – like Royce O'Neal, you look at even Mike Conley. Mike Conley in this last three-game stretch specifically, he's been kind of a turnstile at the point. Yep. Um, you know, you look at Donovan Mitchell, I I think Don's a willing defender, not a great defender at this point. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that I really hate about the Jazz defensively is they take these backcourt fouls. Yeah, They'll I turn the it. ball over, and they're going to they're, – I mean, you're giving away so many free throws with that. You're it, so fucked. Yeah, it's a mistake to build this team around Rudy Gobert, but now what do you do? I mean, you paid him $40 million bucks a year. Yeah. What you're, There's not you're a real quick, clear way out of that. Major bed. Time to lay in it. Yeah, so I do think – but what I don't think in is the conversation we had on Twitter yesterday of, hey, you know, do you think if they don't – you know, if they don't – pick up their performance before the all-star break. Danny Ainge blows it up. <coughs> I don't think he blows it up during the season. I don't. I, 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 I have a, I have a real hard time believing that. Yeah. Because the, the truth is, is once Rudy Gobert comes back, the team should realistically be able to get back to what they were doing, which was you were the three seed and you were feeling good about yourself. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I and it's just, it's just tough. This is what COVID does, you know. This is what the protocol system does, and and you know, again, it, you've you've lost four in a row because you've been dealing with it, and you've lost what six of your last eight, I guess that'd yeah. be. You know, I mean, you've just it just is what it is right now. But I think that you know, you've got a couple days off here. You're going to be rested. I would expect them to come out and beat Denver. I would expect them to beat the Lakers. I would expect them to not lose again until they see Golden State Sunday, January twenty third. My and the other big question I have is when you look at you look at the way that this team operates, even with Rudy on the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, 
And I give him a lot of credit for growing his offensive game. Like he is, he, he still though can't dribble a basketball and score. Rudy. He, yeah. Rudy cannot put the ball below his shoulders and have a true outcome, a good outcome. Yeah. That becomes a turnover. And you can see what teams are doing, even to Hassan now. Teams are collapsing into the paint to force the Jazz to shoot the three to win. Mm -hmm. And it's just not a recipe that you can win with. And the hard part is that when you get bogey going to the basket, it it often doesn't turn out well. Mm -hmm. And when you get Jordan Clarkson going to the basket, he tends to turn the ball over. And this team, so this team really has become, we're going to shoot threes and hope Rudy rebounds when we miss. Yeah, and I, I, the thing that is so frustrating to watch on this team is, when they fall apart and things go bad, they turn into a a a, a off the dribble three point shooting team. They don't they go away from the pick and roll. They don't drive to the basket. They don't drive and kick. There's no cohesiveness mm -hmm. to the Jazz when things go bad, and that's the definition of a good team. The best teams in the NBA have a go to set they run. For the Golden State Warriors, it's run Steph off of a baseline screen, have him cut up the the paint, the the have him cut up one side of the paint or for another picket fence screen, yep. and then he's going to take a, a pass and shoot off the bounce, and that's a, that's a gimme play for them. But he's the greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> he is, <laughs> like, you know, he is, and I I again, I think Rudy Gobert has a use. It's not it's not as a focal point of a championship team. Yeah, it, it's not. Sala says, I think it's a mistake for sure. Years ago, the Jazz made a decision that Gobert alone could keep the defense together, so they went all in on, on offense. The Jazz found out that it's pretty easy to scheme Rudy out of a game in the playoffs. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Cody Strickland says, give Rudy credit. He has improved his scoring game. More improvement is needed, but it's coming. He's not trapped in his own way. He's mm. improving on that, and it's a perfect time to practice. Now, well... Listen, I, I think what Rudy Gobert needs offensively is just the ability to do a power dribble and, you know, stride into a dunk. Or he needs the ability to catch the ball outside of the paint, dribble once, and get to the basket. But the problem is he doesn't have touch at yeah. all. Rudy is very plodding and very clumsy with the ball at the rim. Yeah. If he's not dunking it, it can be an adventure. And my point is this team is not built for Rudy Gobert to dribble and score. This team is built for Rudy to set the pick and roll, set up a three-point shot, and go offensive rebound. Yeah. That's their that, – I mean, that's, that's the jazz. Their identity. That's their offense. That's what they do. So that three ball better go in at a 40 mid-40s clip, and he better have a 20 and 10 game. And really, it's anymore, it's become Rudy needs 20 and 15 with five to seven offensive rebounds for the Jazz to win at a high level. Mm-hmm. And I think you're asking a lot in the playoffs because you're going to see what the best teams already are doing. Even Minnesota had success doing this, pulling Rudy away from the basket. Yeah. Because then he's not a re an offensive rebounding threat. He really is not. Um, and let's see. I saw Calvin. I saw you uh, DMing me. Um, let's see. No, I still have not gotten my test. Every time <laughs> I open my phone, I check. Uh, but Calvin on uh, Insta DMs, vanish mode um says you're i finally come around to your way of thinking on rudy gobert but the question is 
How have you lost all that weight, bro? Congratulations. <laughs> well, I appreciate well, that. Thank well, you. well, You know, the, the vid probably has helped. You know what I fi- You know what I have? The vid. The- I like how now you're assuming that you have coronavirus. Well, I think you have to assume you have it until you know you don't. And you've got me on the vid thing now. You <laughs> off. But I, you know, the thing that I've noticed is that not eating... I, I'm not really eating meat very often at all right now. We mm-hmm. had we went to the cafe, coronavirus. We went to Cafe Rio for dinner last night, and I was instantly reminded why I had stopped going to Cafe Rio. Um, and it's mainly because like it's all sloppy and messy, and mm-hmm. but I haven't been eating much meat lately. Mrs. Monty, hello. Hello. Hi. And it's actually it's the cocoa. That's like the new term. The cocoa. The cocoa. Okay, yeah. why are we going with the cocoa? The vid is do lit. Do we know? Do we know bro? why it's cocoa now? Uh, that's like the new term in the medical community. I was Whatever. Told. Okay. You the got the cocoa. cocoa. Yeah, like the whoever cool, came up with that shit need to be fired now. Yeah, who's the asshole that came up with the cocoa? Um. Whatever you want to, the vid, the cocoa, whatever. I prefer it might be. the vid, but you know, I prefer whatever. the vid. I can't get rid of this this cold, so I'm just assuming that it's just something weird. I don't know. Either it's I, I tested negative, so <coughs> I don't know. You did, you did test negative. Maybe you should get tested again. I don't know, dude. That's what I was saying. Are your the symptoms other day. worsening? They're going back. Do you hear me this morning? Yeah, you can yeah. hear it. You can hear it for sure. So you feel <laughs> like you texted me earlier. You have a head cold. Yeah, I feel like I have a head cold again. Got to get back on that Dayquil life. I am. You're still on it. You I, took it. I yeah. No, you Damn. hadn't been taking it though. For yeah, for there was like maybe four four days where I didn't take it at all, mm-hmm. and then started feeling like this, and I started doing Nyquil, and I felt fine when I woke up yesterday morning. But yesterday I spent all day just trying to cough, <coughs> trying to clear out my lungs. Yeah. And so last night Damn. or yesterday afternoon I took Dayquil, and then guess we're not snowboarding this weekend, bro. You're already talking about not snowboarding. (laughs) Yeah, I think maybe this weekend needs to just be a lot of hot tub sesh and, you know, just trying to get over. I'm telling we these at-home tests, you got to have them. Yeah, you do. You got to have them. You You know, like, I I think it is. Everybody gets a test. Yeah, I think you have to have it. Uh, Giggity says, always nice to hear the sweet, soft voice of Mrs. Monty. Is she here for Monty's sex ed segment? (laughs) Well, you know, today we're talking about the perils of twerking. Um, go yeah, go hot. <laughs> you know, um, I, you know, the, you got to have at home tests. And again, if you're, we, uh, the one that we like the most is in the affiliate link in the description on the podcast and on YouTube, mm-hmm. go ahead and it, check it out. Click on it. It's right there. And I, you know, the thing I think that really has helped me, cause I don't feel sick at all. Mm-hmm. Miss, I, do you feel sick? Do you, do yeah, you, yeah. you feel sick, but you don't feel, sick. I don't feel sick at all. But I've always had a, a very strong immune system. Like I've right. always, yeah. mm-hmm. I you're I, taking your thousand cc's of vitamin yeah, C. Yeah, and I, I usually get sick once every eighteen to twenty four months. I'll, I used to get a cold. Mm-hmm. I haven't been sick, knock on wood, at all this year. But what would you? I mean, would you say? So obviously, you're saying you haven't been sick. So like, I what have been. you? What are you saying that you've been then? I just have this cough I can't get rid of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what has it been. It's been less than a week. I say I can't get rid of it. It's been about a week that I've had a cough and I, I feel like it's seasonal flu. I, if it's something, I don't feel like it's COVID. I haven't had he headaches loves to say flu and he never, ever has the flu. You don't have a fever. <coughs> I don't have a fever. I like, but that's my point. It's a cold. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. 
You, see, like, you get all technical about this shit. <laughs> I don't get technical about it. If you're sick, you have the flu. It's just a term. Like, no. it's not influenza type C7956 or. No, like, it's, it's a big none of difference that. between a cold and the flu. Thanks. Yeah. And by the way, the other thing that I think is a huge talking point is the fucking air in Salt Lake City is terrible. This inversion that looks like somebody's... Oh my, it looks like terrible, there's a fire. Dude. I mean, it seriously looks like Mother Nature has an STD. Like, if you, look, a UTI. If you look at that, yeah. Are you kidding me with this inversion? It looks disgusting to me. Yeah. And, yeah, it's terrible. And yeah. we live all the way out in South Jordan, daybreak. And usually the inversion's not an issue for us. I'm telling you, it when is. we were walking in the gym the other day, like there was like a metallic taste. In and there the was air. this morning. Yeah, there it, was this morning driving too. So that's why I'm saying like, I think it, it could not be a cold. Um, <laughs> it could be the cocoa. Or it could just be that the air here is ass and I'm currently struggling with it. They have the sniffles. You know, because I can't. I'll tell you what, though. I am absolutely going to mainline fucking NyQuil every night because I slept great last night. How's the ashwagandha going? Have well, you enjoyed the ashwagandha experience? I have. I think it I think it is. Um, the, I think it works. The NyQuil is so good for him that, like, he was out after just maybe 30 minutes, and the dogs were losing their shit downstairs. <laughs> he didn't wake up at all. They were barking so loud, and I was like, do I get up and fucking? yell at him last so, night they were yes <clears throat> so loud you were sawing logs so i, I figured I out, out if i turn the lights on downstairs with the hue control they stopped no kidding yeah yeah i slept right through that you, 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 you didn't even <laughs> flinch first they were inside losing their shit then they went outside losing their shit then they came back in and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I was asleep, it. dude. I, I woke up at 11.45 for for uh, the nighttime pee guy. Mm -hmm. And then I went right back to sleep and woke up at 4.28. And I was like, damn, that was a nice night of sleep. Let's go 15 more minutes. <laughs> but I, I, you know what? I don't know. I hope I get over this again. So, it, okay. This, so waiting for this test yeah. is excruciating. Yeah. It, uh, but anyway, the weight loss thing is just... I haven't been eating. Uh, honestly, it's calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. I have not been eating meat, and I've been doing my cardio five days a week the last two weeks, mm -hmm. and it's it's made a huge difference. And um, you know, I feel like I feel like it, it 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 makes me feel much better. So, did your at home test get here yet? They have not. Okay. I ordered the ones that I like on Amazon, and again, it, the affiliate link is below. Yeah, check them out. But I'm I'm sitting here just constantly checking the the my chart app for you health. Cause that's who my test is with. Yeah. Um, and last time we had it in like 18 hours, we had a result. Yeah. But that was at the beginning of the pandemic too. <clears throat> yeah. That was a year ago. Yeah. And now it's been 48 hours and I still don't have a result. Yep. And it's just absolutely driving me crazy. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I have it. Like I've never had a fever. I haven't had chills. Well, here's the or... thing though. And, 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 <clears throat> and I don't think you have it either. See, we both have the cough. It, it just comes and goes, you know, <coughs> like, <Sucks. coughs> <clears throat> yeah, like it just it's what it, it sucks so bad. Weight loss is all about the calorie uh. deficit. That's true. Yeah, and honestly, I I I am mental about working out. Like it's, I, it's an obsession. I don't miss workouts during the week. Even the day I got COVID tested and it took half an hour. Yeah, I went to the gym and worked out. Right, like so. I am I'm a little neurotic about it, but I th it's all about nutrition. You know, like I even eating Cafe Rio was a disaster last night. 
It's going to be a minute before I go back to Cafe why, Rio. Why was it? You're, you're a Cafe Rio guy. What I am. Mean, I'm dude? totally a like, Cafe Rio guy. What the hell are you guy. talking about? What happened? They had a different crew, <clears throat> and the guy was just like, like they were just shoving stuff. Like, it just was not. It yeah. So Chipotle insane. needs to open is what we're saying. Well, yeah, they need to open. There's a Chipotle opening at the district, by the way. But um, it. So I order the same thing every time I go to Cafe Rio. I order three chicken tacos, lettuce, and pico. That's it. Mm-hmm. And they put way too much chicken in the taco. Then they put like a whole bag of lettuce in each taco. Which is annoying. And then a ton of pico. So they were all soggy. So the tortillas tore. So you were pissed. I was not happy about that. And then so I said, hey, can I get a side of rice and beans? And so I get black beans mixed with uh, pinto beans. And they put these, they put them in these little styrofoam containers. Yeah. She crunched the lid. So the lid leaked everywhere. So there was bean juice. At, like, it just was a disaster. The whole thing was That's a, bis- a disaster. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, Cafe Rio is the in and out fries of fast Mexican food places. Damn. Well, I wanted to. I love tacos. Damn. I've been on a taco binge lately. And me, Rancherito, over off of Redwood Road here in West Jordan is amazing. But they're, it's trashy tacos. Right. Right. So, so there's a certain class about Cafe Rio until they put too much lettuce in the taco. Yeah, because Cafe Rio uses some pretty good ingredients that I'm okay eating. Mm-hmm. And their black beans are not in oil. And mm-hmm. But I, it's going to be a minute before I go back there. Uh, Casey Finland says, guys, I'm taking a class right now about the benefits of adding way more. Wow, did you just sneeze over there, kid? <coughs> oh, you coughed. Okay. I was going to say, don't be spreading the, the cocoa. Uh <laughs> Guys, I'm taking a class right now on the benefits of adding way more fiber to your diet. I get a ton of fiber. Yeah. I eat Heritage Flake cereal in the morning, and I have, I usually have – I get all my carbs in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been, Which is I, definitely the way to go. Yeah, I feel way better when I do that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but it does make you poop-a-doopa. Yeah. Like, it is yeah. – um, I don't – you know the other thing that's funny? Like, I've been eating a lot of – like, for lunch, I will usually have quinoa and brown rice mm-hmm. in a bag of microwave vegetables. I don't know how you eat the whole bag. I don't I usually. Do the whole it's bag, hard dude. for me to finish the whole bag. Like I can only do like maybe half a bag. But I also get way more calories than you get. I can eat up to about twenty eight hundred to three thousand calories. Yeah. And lose weight. Yeah. So, but a whole bag of vegetables is only like two hundred thirty six calories. No, I'm just saying by pure volume. I'm not even saying calorie wise. I'm just well, saying because I that's can't. what I. That's all I eat for the yeah. rest of the day. And yeah. then, like lately, the last two nights I've had dinner. But like my dinner's been Mrs. Monty made mashed potatoes. So she makes whole mashed potatoes. So good, dude. She just puts them in the Instapot, and yeah, they're dude. amazing. So good. Um, but the Cafe Real thing was just a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. I, I It just was a mistake. Uh, adding fiber to power up all your meals. Exactly right. Uh, when I found out the bugs on the lettuce of my wife's Cafe Rio salad, my time there was all done. Oh, I don't need to know that. Jeremy Bolton says, you guys need to try Francisco's in Farmington. Their chicken flautos are incredible. Farmington what? is like, might as well be in Idaho. Yeah. Farmington, Farmington feels even so in the state far of from Utah? Here. Well, but we're all the way in daybreak. Yeah. So we're it, the assholes that live like 30 minutes away from everything. Yeah. It's a Delta flight just to get to the 15. <laughs> um, we, we are out here, bro. Uh, but I got to go up to, um, I got to go up to North Salt Lake today uh, to pick up a particular item. If you want to, I mean, yeah, it, we'll tell you about it Monday when, when it's in my hand. I'll tell you about it. Okay. That came out wrong. Anyway, bro, come on. What's your biggest meal of the day? Breakfast, all anything before two o'clock. 
My biggest caloric intake is breakfast. Yeah. Um, and then lunch. Depends. I really see. I, I'm at a uh, point nutritionally. I'm trying to stay under 2,500 calories. Bro, that's yeah. It's hard to do. It's I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. I, I I usually will have two protein bars. I like one bars, which by the way, there's a link below in the description. Go ahead and find them. Uh, in the uh, podcast and in the uh, YouTube uh, description, there's our affiliate links are there. Uh, the at home COVID test, the emergency, and my my one bars. I love one bars. So I bet I usually been have, a protein bar guy. Because they make a difference. They, they're they a tremendous appetite suppressant. They really are. I mean, if I eat whole food, um, if I ever, like, I don't eat enough salad. Like, I have a whole bag of salad upstairs I need to eat. Who likes salad? If I eat a good salad, that it, and especially I figured out, if I add carrots to my salad, I won't be hungry for the rest of the day. If I eat a salad at lunch, and I think it was Saturday or Sunday we did it. I wasn't hungry at all the rest mm -hmm. of the day. Mm -hmm. Like salad with carrots and cucumbers and tomatoes. And Mrs. Monty likes those awful little cherry tomatoes. Don't die over there. <coughs> Are you okay? <coughs> Britt's dying over in the background. So she's drinking hot tea. You know. She's trying to loosen it up a little bit. Um, and that's you know. a frustrating part, too, about this cough. It hangs around. You really got to work hard. Yeah, to it's like, so frustrating. Like, it you got to work hard. I'm to... gonna, you know what I'm gonna do when the show's over. I'm gonna run over to CVS and get some Dayquil tab caps cap. You what do you gotta call? get the liquid, liquid dude. I, I, I'm having trouble with the Dayquil liquid. Well, it, it, I'm having trouble drinking it. It's hard for me. You to just, drink it. you know, what you got to do. You just gotta pour it in that cup and just hammer it. That's you just, and that's what I do with the Nyquil. The Dayquil is just a little bit. You gotta more have a chaser. You gotta have a chaser with but the Dayquil, dude. You're an idiot. You can't chase yes, the Dayquil. That's the point. Yes, you can. It's a throat coat. So right, if you but that chase doesn't change it, your cough. That yeah, doesn't change the phlegm in your throat, dude. Okay. Greg Hawkins uh, says, Monty, are you vegetarian for some meals or something? Uh, whoa. Comment dump. Um, Hello. I lost his comment there. I I just go stretches where I don't eat meat. It's not like a, a formula or a pattern or a plan of any kind. I just am not eating a lot of meat right now. Mm -hmm. So well, I mean, the truth is, is it's less bulk, so it's well, less to work through. But you know what it is? It's way less calories when you cut meat out of your diet. Mm -hmm. You you're cutting a th like I mean, those tacos last night were about eleven 1 hundred calories, mm -hmm. and most of that is the chicken. Mm -hmm. So when you cut the meat out, it's like red meat's extremely high in calories. Mm -hmm. And that said, we're still going to Lowry's. Yeah, hell yeah. In L.A., we're going <laughs> to eat like machines in L.A. But no, Hawk, I'm not really I'm not cutting what? out meat. You're not going to Lowry's. We're going to. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> I want to go to Lowry's. And this guy's like, no, Morton's. We're going to Morton's. And you are on that Morton's life. Though. I love Morton, Mort dude. Maybe I'll just I didn't take Jake know to Lowry's. You I didn't know Fine. that you liked Morton's Maybe that much. I'll just take Jake to Lowry. Maybe you can fuck off. <laughs> I am not missing Lowry's. There's not a chance Wait, in the Lowry's world. Wait, Lowry's or Morton's? Both. I'm not missing Morton's. The, is. The, 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 quad, the quad birthday celebration will oh. be at Morton's. Do you understand why I eat New York Strip? When I, because my it's cut the of, best cut of meat, dude. No, because I, I got a New York strip at Morton's and it changed my life. I orgasmed while eating that steak. Did you? No. Did you? That's just over the top to prove a point. But my okay. point is yeah. that the best steak I've ever eaten is at Morton's. Dude, come on now. In, in um, How could you do Beverly this Beverly Hills, me? Century City. 
But now Mastro's we're going to see. Mastro's is better, dude. Come on. <laughs> You've never been to Morton's. Yes, I have. Okay. I've well, been to Morton's once. We'll see what you have to say because Morton's is freaking spectacular. Spectacular. Mrs. Hawkins Monty's says, not about it. let's be honest, gentlemen, American food portions, especially restaurant portions, yeah. are big enough for a family of four. They are. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. It's way over the top. Yeah. It is way over <laughs> yeah, the top. Yeah, dude. I personally find that rough chopped vegetables fried with olive oil in a portion of steak or fish is the most satisfying thing. Oh. Yeah, dude. It's so good. Yes. It'll keep me full for like six hours. I agree. What is uh, this quad birthday celebration? Yeah. Can we talk about this real quick? What, yeah. So, so what's the plan? My, my birthday year is every day. <laughs> so um, generally, my birthday is February 19th. So for the last two weeks, and I, it may even be three weeks. I don't know. That's a long time for you not to get beached up. Yeah. I get it. Uh, we may be in L.A. <laughs> what? Anyway, we may be, we're going to L.A. for at least two weeks. We're going to keep doing the show and whatnot. Um, but we're going to be in LA for at least two weeks. And there's like four of us that have birthdays, right? There's me, Becky, your you, sister, me, Dennis, the new, you know, buddy going to be my future stepdaddy. Um, wow. No, I'm good. And Bob, you don't call older men daddy. I just, I'm just putting uh, that do out. Do we there. have to have uh, this conversation? Jesus. This is uh, a code tenable. Anyway. And yeah. the small Bro. tomatoes in an avocado on the side as well. Yes. I like avocado a lot. So Sizzler is the bomb, Fat Jesus says. Damn, my dad loved Sizzler. I haven't been to a Sizzler since you and I went in Glendora. There's only a few like, of them. How have you there. not talked about Jack in the Box for your birthday while we're there? Dude, I had an ultimate cheeseburger in Tahoe. Dude. I don't know if you know this, but I orgasmed eating that. <laughs> not everything is an orgasm, bro. Apparently for him it is. You know, I take ashwagandha, so it is. Yeah, hey, um, you know. I'm telling you, ashwagandha does the deal. Well said. Britt, does ashwagandha do the deal? I wouldn't know. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, There's literally <laughs> nothing different about you since you, before you took ashwagandha and you take ashwagandha. Um, well, he's got a cough now, so. Right? Well, maybe that's what caused yeah. the cough and um, gave it to everybody. <laughs> As he pulls out the UL app. <laughs> Still no test result. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> Still no test result. When are you guys going to drop the merch line? <coughs> Soon. Um, Eric and Molly says, is Sizzler still in business? Yes, it is. Not very many. I think there's a Sizzler <coughs> in the district next to the Megaplex. There is a Sizzler. Yeah. There is. Oh, yeah, it's 8 o'clock. We got to go. Hawkins, you're exactly right. No, it's still there, I think. That's exactly right. All right, there's the music. Uh, Good show today, people. Yeah, appreciate y'all being here. Make sure you shop our affiliate links right below. At home, COVID test is there. Um, Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is not there. Um, it can be there. <laughs> there you have it. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.